I'm back. I don't know if I'm better than ever, but I'm a work in progress and I'm here. I'm showing up. So that's the start, right? I just, I couldn't put it off any longer. I don't know how long this is going to be or how short, but I was listening to another podcast and I don't know, I was really excited about it, and to, but I just, I have to give some knowledge. I have to give some awareness because I know I'm not perfect. I'm not preaching at anybody. I just want to share the knowledge of God that I do have in my spirit with you all. Um, because I was, as I was listening, my spirit was, I was feeling some righteous anger. And it takes me back to Jesus when he walked uh, into the, I think it was the synagogue. And he's seen the, you know, all the people doing, basically making sin, you know, prostituting and gambling in God's house. And he flipped over the tables. So you all can Google that and read, you know, that chapter yourself or verse yourself. But I was feeling some righteous anger because I'm like, lies. And then I'd be like, okay, well, you know keep listening and then another just yeah the first lie was are you saying hi i'm cooking dinner and my baby's hungry so but i couldn't wait i had to just share this now so please bear with me the message is very important and you probably hear my food cooking but it's okay anyway the first lie is that the universe and your higher being and God is all interchangeable. That it's all the same thing. If you want to call God the universe, if you want to call the universe your higher self, if you want to call your higher self God, it's all the same thing. You do what suits you, boo. Okay? It's whatever you want to call it. We're all talking about the same thing. If I say the universe, you know what I'm talking about. If I say God, it could be interchanged as the universe or your higher self or whatever you want to call it. Okay? That's a lie. That's not true. Okay? It, it's, it's not. No. That's, that's a lie. Okay? God is the great I am. He is Elohim or Haim. He is above all things. Um, Isaiah, I don't remember which verse, but Isaiah says that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. He is higher than us. Um, but he, yeah, it's not the same thing. God created the universe. So the universe is not God, friends. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to point fingers. I really want to save souls and reach out to whoever believes that. It's not true. Please read your Bible because I do not want anyone being led astray who does not know any better and their eyes are closed in Matthew it says they're they have eyes but they do not see they have ears but they do not hear and in that moment my I I'm catching it I'm able to discern between what is true and what is not true regarding the spiritual realm Okay, if the if in Genesis it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, then how could the universe how could the universe be God if he created the universe, friends? Just think about that. Moving on. Okay, so 
hopefully I shared that with you. Hopefully, you know, you understand that better. Look into it if you think that I'm wrong or if you don't agree. Do your own research. Okay. Second thing is I'm getting so riled up that I have to think about it. <laughs> the second thing was that, oh, um, that we are created from birth, that we are a whole person, that you are whole and you are perfect as you are and that life breaks you down and affects you. And, you know, that's why we're struggling. But as we are born, we are born perfect, whole people. Not true. We were born into sin because of Adam and Eve. Okay, we are not born perfect, flawless people that just get worn down with life. That's a happy thought, I guess, if, you, if that makes you feel better about yourself. But it's not true. As soon as we, as soon as we come here, we are flawed. Okay, we don't stand a chance. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you that we do not stand a chance. That's why God gave the law to Moses. Okay, if try to follow all the Ten Commandments, try. You're not going to succeed because we are flawed people. It's not just because oh. As life, as we live life, we get broken down and that's why we're making mistakes. No, we are born sinners. Okay, it's only by the grace of God and the Holy Spirit that we are able to succeed in life. And if you think to yourself, well, you know, um, sinners, some sinners have great lives. They're rich and powerful, happy, beautiful. Okay, well, the Bible says that it rains on the just and the unjust. Okay, those are God's children too. And he loves us all. Just because we are receiving God's blessing, blessings, excuse me. Just because we receive God's blessings does not mean that we are living a life that is pleasing unto him. Yes, he does bless us when we please him as well. But we should be living life to store up treasures in heaven, not necessarily here on earth, because everybody knows that we're all going to die. This is not forever. This is not the ultimate goal to be beautiful and rich and have all these earthly things that we can't take with us. So just because people have that now does not mean that in the afterlife it's going to be set for them. So keep that in your brains, too. Those were the two things that I did just want to clarify and speak on. And I do have some scriptures to read. I'm going to save. I'm just going to like compile all the scriptures at the end and just dump them on you. Because <laughs> um, there was some other things that I did want to get off my chest. Um, so as I came back on it, you know, I said I'm back, but I don't know if it's better than ever, but I'm here. So I just wanted to share like... So far this year, I have just, since giving birth to my son, I have been struggling, I do believe, with some postpartum depression. I'll just call, you know, call a duck a duck. Postpartum depression, I did go to counseling for a while, and it just ebbs and flows. I have good moments, you know, just like everybody else. I know I'm not alone. And then some days are just really just depressing and sad, and I struggle, but I don't know. We're here. I'm trying to do better. And that's another thing I wanted to speak on is trying to do better. So 
the podcast that I was listening to it and I listened to several podcasts because I'm so inspired in YouTube channels regarding veganism. I'm not vegan by any way. I'm cooking Salisbury steak right now. But <laughs> in the happy part of my mind, I am vegan or at least just organic and, you know, organic and holistic and minimal to an extent and a homesteader. Those things bring my heart joy. So I'm constantly watching and listening to vegan podcast or, you know, whole wholesome living podcast and YouTube channels. And my choices that I have been making in life have not been reflecting what my higher calling my spirit you know what God has in store for me I have not been living out that way and I haven't been believing it nurturing it my mind has not been renewed to reach the goals that I have for myself and I just want to come on here and partner with you and just be like a friend to go on this self-betterment journey but not for self for it will benefit for it too, but I don't want to better myself just for myself. I want to better myself for my kids because I am the model of Christ for them. They see me. I'm with them. I'm marking their life. You know, when my stepson grows up and becomes a man, because they're my stepson and my daughter, they're both 10. They're, you know, excuse me, I almost tripped on something. <laughs> they're 10. So they're going to be adults before I know it. And I don't want them to look back. I don't want my stepson to be like, man, my stepmom, I never felt loved by her. And she was just a hateful hag and always upset and fussing at me and mean to me. And I don't want my daughter to be like, my mom was never happy. She was always just cranky and complained about how tired she was and just hateful to us. We never had any good memories. I don't want that to be the case for my children when they're adults, you know, because I don't know. I just, that's not what I want for my children and my husband. I don't want him to be like, you know, my wife always nagged me and I could never make her happy. Nothing I did was ever good enough. So, cause it's not really them. They're not the problem. The problem is in my mind. And I want to pray and ask God to help not just me, but anyone out there who struggles and needs to be their mind to be renewed, their soul to be renewed and transformed. I'm getting that verse backwards. We will read that in a minute, but I'm praying that our minds will be transformed so that by through Christ, so that we can be renewed. I think I have that so backwards, but we'll see. But you guys get what I'm saying. I need a mind change so that I can be a new person through Christ so that I can create that loving atmosphere that I have in my heart and my spirit that I want to provide for my children and my husband. You know, a wise woman builds her house, but a fool tears it down. I don't want to be that fool. And I do feel like these past few months that I've been gone, you know, I've been struggling with, I'll be okay and I'll have a good mindset. And then, you know, the enemy will come and those thoughts will come back and I'll feed into it and life happens and we get tired and exhausted and stressed and worn down. But I don't want that to drag us down because we're not alone. Christ is with us.
and we can do it. Just hang in there. And clearly today is an up day. <laughs> but I want to be able to go back and listen to this and remember, you know. And I listened to a sermon about that too. It was uh, Voo Church. And God wants us to remember the good things that he's done for us so that we can continue to have our faith and to press forward. So my goals are to just be more intentional, to have a connection with my spirit with Christ and to clean up my eating, you know, to eat better, not just for me, but my family to do better for them and just do things that bring me joy and happiness, have some mommy me time every now and then, you know, so you think about some simple things that bring you joy and peace and happiness through Christ and that allow you to just press forward in life and to be able to fill your cup so that you can pour from a cup that has something in it. Because lately I've been trying to pour from a cup that has barely anything in it. That's pretty empty and nobody's getting anything because I don't have anything to give. So that's my journey. I'm trying to fill my cup up through Christ and so that I have something to pour. Now, on to the Bible versus my favorite part because it's the word of God and the truth. All right. So the first scripture is coming from 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. And it says, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Strongholds, okay? The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Praise God that we fight. We have weapons that can demolish strongholds and that goes on with that higher self and manifesting things. No, that's the word of God, okay? That is that is what that is, okay? It's not some magical, universal, quantum physics type thing. I'm not saying that that stuff is, there's no facts for it, but that's the ultimate fact, truth, is... The word of God, the word of God is the ultimate truth. He has the power to demolish strongholds. Anything that we are struggling with in this earth and in our minds, God holds that power to free us. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. That's why I was feeling that righteous anger when the person that was on the podcast was saying those things, okay? Because I want to demolish those arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That is something I need to work on as well. Okay, the second one, um, 2 Timothy 1, 7. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. This is one that I've 
kind of turned into a mantra. I've been just repeating that to myself constantly. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power. Raise your hand if you need power. I need power over some things in my life right now. Love. Raise your hand if you want to be a giver of love and a receiver of love. That is what human, all, everybody's hands should go up. Your eyebrows, a big toe, something. Because we all want love and self-discipline. I need self. That's what I'm lacking. Okay. I'm liking all of them, but definitely self-control. That's I'm, my hand is all the way to the, I was about to touch the roof of my house. Okay. Because I just, if I'm having a bad day and I see that there's some, some mini muffins in my pantry, guess what? I'm about to eat that whole box of mini muffins <laughs> and then feel horrible after I eat it. So self-discipline, I just repeat to myself that God gives us power, love, and self-discipline. I am able through the power of God to have self-discipline, to give love, and to be powerful over my life. The next one is Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And that one, I just wanted to kind of back it up with the whole manifesting things. If you think what you put out into the universe is what you're going to get. Well, duh. Us Christians, we been knew that because it's in the true word of God. That's not anything new. That's not. Yeah, it's not new. A man didn't make that up and write it in a book. And it's never been known super. You know, God is our gene. The universe is our genie. And just whatever you think of, you can have it. Just put it out there and it's going to come to you. No, it doesn't work that way. All right. But it kind of does because the Bible, the word of God tells us to think about good things. I wonder why. I'm just saying. Moving on. Colossians 3.10. And have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. All right. I want to be renewed in the knowledge of God. And be more of him. So that goes back to that whole manifesting thing and talking about, you know, that we're born perfect and life weighs us down. No, what makes us whole and complete is the image of God being in his image. That's what makes us a whole and complete person. Okay. It's not manifesting. It's not the universe. It's not you and your own power of just, I'm going to take charge and change my life. No, it's three in one, your mind, your spirit, and your soul. Well, your, your body. Okay. The next one, second Corinthians 10, five. I think I've already read that, but I still will read it again. We destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. That's something I need to work on, too, is taking my thoughts captive to obey Christ. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24 to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through this. Really? <laughs> through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit 
of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Okay, that's my goal right now. This is the phase of life that I'm in. Ephesians 4, 24. All right. And Romans 12, 1 through 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. If you want to know how to worship God, that's what we do. Live as a sacrifice to him. Okay. Do not be conformed to this world. So do not go along and Okay, yeah, if you want to call God the universe, I guess you do you, boo. No, that's no, do not be conformed to this world, but be trans. Here we go. This is why I was messing up. Here we go. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Praise God, he is good and acceptable. His way, Jesus said, take upon his yoke, which is kind of like a, um, uh, like a harness kind of just Google what a yoke is because his burden is light and easy. So when we live his way, that's, it's going to be good. We, we will still struggle and have downs. Okay. That's in the Bible too. It's not just going to be rainbows and butterflies and wishes granted all the time, but the will of God will be able to live by his will, which is good and acceptable and perfect. All right. Another thing about manifesting things. All right. And thinking positive thoughts and it'll come back and you'll get good if you think good and, you know, journal your feelings and what you want. Make a vision board and strive for it and you'll get it. Okay. Bible, Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. This is Jesus speaking. Okay. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Thank you, God. He is so good. I don't know about you, but my spirit is so happy right now. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you for loving us and equipping us with everything that we need if we just open your Bible and have our hearts not hardened to you. Lord, please be with us these following days to help us keep the same energy and to do better and start a new thing in our life. That is good and acceptable unto you. Praise your name. Okay. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys. I think I'm off my soapbox now. Until next time.